Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. brand new episode of podcasters of shield cinema geekly's marvel podcast it is anthony and aurora and we are back to talk two more episodes of what if on disney plus uh i don't know aurora if uh we should just stick to doing this two episode at a time thing like it evens out to i like it yeah five parts uh and these are short they're only Mm -hmm. you know uh, they're a little longer than a half an hour episodes each, but they're right around that time. Uh, so maybe we'll just keep kind of doing two at a time uh, for now. And then we'll jump back to uh, our one episode at a time format when um, I'm not sure what show comes out. Hawkeye, I think, is the next show. Maybe. I think that's coming. Um, I'm excited for I'm excited for all the things. I've not had a chance to see Shang-Chi and The Legend of the oh, Ten Rings. Oh, me neither. But yeah. I've heard good things. I've not read any spoilers. I don't know anything. I was, I was just talking to a friend yesterday, and he was like, you have to watch it. It's so amazing. Yeah, I've heard <laughs> I've heard really good things about it. Uh, I want to see it. It is a mobility and money issue at the moment. Uh, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. next weekend I will get a chance to see it. Uh, yeah. That's my hope anyway. Uh, but yeah, we're here to talk two more episodes of What If on Disney+. Plus. And things got dark in a hurry uh, with these episodes. Uh, So let's start with episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? So uh, this takes place over the the one week span in the MCU that encompassed Iron Man 2, The Incredible Hulk, and Thor. uh, Those movies and those events. Um, Mm -hmm. which some people may not have realized that, but yes, in MCU canon, all of those things happened within a seven day period. Um, Mm -hmm. so during the course of this week, shield director, Nick Fury attempts to recruit heroes for his Avengers initiative, but they are each mysteriously killed. Natasha Romanoff injects Tony Stark with an unexpectedly fatal injection Clint Barton accidentally shoots and kills Thor before dying himself in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody. Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk, explodes. Yep. Literally just gets big and explodes. And Natasha herself is ultimately attacked and killed while investigating the other murders. Before she dies, Natasha tells Nick Fury that the murders are related to Hope. As a result of Thor's death, the Asgardians, led by Loki, arrive on Earth to avenge him. But Fury proposes an alliance to apprehend the true killer. Fury ends up deducing that it is, in fact, an 
like an, a crazy Hank Pym, uh, the original Ant-Man, is the murderer and has been using his shrinking technology to commit the murders as revenge for the death of his daughter, Hope Van Dyne, who died in the line of duty as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, which I can only presume, Aurora, is the what if in this mm-hmm. scenario, because um, if you watch the original Ant-Man and Ant-Man on the Wasp movies, there's never a mention that Hope was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Right. Um, mm-hmm. However, the mission that Nick Fury says that she died on is a mission that's brought up in one of those earlier MCU movies, but it's not s- stated who died in it. So presumably right. in this what if scenario, that person was Hope and it drove Hank Pym mad. Uh, so Fury and Loki team up to defeat Pym, who was taken into Asgardian custody. However, Loki gonna Loki and he chooses <laughs> to stay on Earth and becomes its ruler. However, Fury begins to assemble more heroes, finding Steve Rogers frozen in ice and summoning Carol Danvers to Earth way earlier than Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you think of episode three? Well, I think that when I was watching, I was like, this is dark. But then yeah. <laughs> I watched the next episode and I was like, okay, that wasn't that dark. Yeah. <laughs> this was a murder mystery. Uh, this was a murder mystery. That's it was, right. It was a lot of fun trying to figure out what happened was it? when. Yeah. 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 And especially since they took things that were scenes from the movies they existed in. Yes. Uh, yes. Tony Stark being inje- injected by Black Widow was a thing that happened in Iron Man mm-hmm. 2 because he had that poisoning from the arc reactor. Right. And they gave him an injection to like lessen the symptoms or severity for a while mm-hmm. while he attempted to find a cure for it. But here, the shot killed him. Um, yep. But only because it was Hank Pym in tiny shrinky form flying through that needle instead of the, <laughs> the antidote. But the, but the thing is that I, I was watching this episode and I was like, well, all the popular heroes are dying. Mm-hmm. Which is sad, but hey, this is the sh- a, sh- a chance for the non-popular heroes to shine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Because uh, the- there's like smaller, you know, Marvel superheroes that are never yes. given like screen time. Yes. And I was like, this is your time. The Avengers will now be <laughs> Mantis. And um, I, I, but I love Mantis, so I don't know. Uh, yes. But yeah, like he and they kill Thor at a very they opportune moment. When yes. he does not have the power of Thor early on in the first Thor movie, his powers have been stripped from him. So right. Clint's uh, arrow kills him. Although uh, I did, I did, I did enjoy Coulson being a fanboy for Thor because who isn't? <laughs> oh yeah, when he's describing him to Nick Fury and he's like, and he has incredible hair. Yeah, yeah, and he smells his hair when he's dead. Oh yeah, that's okay. Can we talk about that weird? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who, I should go look and see who wrote this episode. I think it's AC Bradley. It was and... me. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, AC Bradley, is that your pen name, Aurora? Because uh, AC Bradley and Matthew Chauncey wrote this episode. And what is up with the scene where they're like, his corpse, his rotting corpse smells like, uh, what do they Lavender. say? Lavender. Lavender. <laughs> and then they just sit there going, <laughs> They just sniff. They sn- I'm like, this is weird. You guys do not understand how weird But listen, this is. it is Thor, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
he's yes. <laughs> I, I guess very appreciable uh even even when dead um yeah is is something to be admired uh it's what drax <laughs> would have done if he were there yes um <laughs> So, but you know, I appreciated it because it was a, it was dark. the 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 premise of the episode was dark, but then they sprinkled these like funny moments that made it seem less yeah. <laughs> less serious. You know, <laughs> it was so bizarre. <laughs> it was just a weird line, though. It's it's not. I mean, okay, the line itself is not like it's a it's a funny line. But where it got weird is like the camera just stayed on them for a bit while they just sniffed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they they sniffed for an uncomfortably long period of time yep. for me. Yep. Um, <laughs> like they couldn't they couldn't believe what they were smelling. Um, but, but yeah, uh, the the Hulk death was like the Hulk death That's is insane. like because at first you're like what is even happening, but then when they when it's revealed that it's Hank Pym using a modified. Ant-Man suit actually it looks kind of like the Yellow Jacket suit from it does. the first yeah. Ant-Man movie. And of course, Yellow Jacket's the bad guy and he's a bad guy. So it kind of works. Um, but like he zips through uh, like he plunges into like Hulk's body really small and throws mm-hmm. one of those like enlargement discs on his heart. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when you're watching that scene again and Thor is, or not Thor when Hulk is getting like huge, that's not like air. That's his literal heart, heart getting yeah. huge. And then it explodes. Yep. That is gruesome. And really but it dark. does. It does. I saw a lot of people on Twitter mm-hmm. being like, I knew it because you know, the theory that a lot of people have that, Ant Man uh, could have taken down Aunt Thanos by himself, by himself by just yeah, like if he flew, if he flew, yeah, if he flew into <laughs> Thanos's butt, he could just yes. then enlarge and then <laughs> right. explode him. Yes. So everybody, everybody on Twitter were like, "Yes, I told you that this could happen. <laughs> it's plausible, everybody. It's possible. <laughs> her, her theory is workable." Uh, <laughs> um, I yeah, I loved, I loved everything. I loved everything about this. And of course, Nick Fury, he has no dealings with Loki. He didn't really know what to expect here. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, boy, any deal you're going to cut with Loki seems like it's not going to work. And nope, nope, there he is. He's ruling the world now. And um, this is, you know, the, the effect of Loki that the Loki show had on me. I saw him appear. and I was like, oh, Loki. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yay. We <laughs> love Yay. him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh I, I like that little twist at the end too when he finds uh Cap's shield and he says yep. welcome back captain and then turns around and it's Captain Marvel. Uh mm-hmm. I thought that was excellent as well. Um, and you know even though he called her earlier than what we saw. Yes. It's still interesting that in two separate universes it it led to her being called. Mhm. You know what I mean? Yep. That was interesting. Absolutely. And you know what? That's a really good start to your Avengers team. (laughs) Yes. Like, that's a good start having those two. So. Yes. Yes. Uh, But yeah, any any final thoughts on episode three? And what would you give it? Um, I mean, I I also like Black Widow a lot in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) She she was was really, she was really fun. Mm. Um, And I liked her reaction when... Nick Fury calls her to tell her that Hawkeye died. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who do I kill? Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she was great in this. She was good. I mean, it, it um, wasn't it wasn't ScarJo doing the voice. But, no, um, no. 
the but one it was th- Tom Hiddleston, right? right? Yes, it was doing Loki. doing yeah. Loki. The one thing the one thing that I have learned uh, in watching these is when you watch the opening credits, uh, they will start with all of the MCU recognizable people in the episode. Mm-hmm. So once mm-hmm. you see a voice that you've never seen before, it's like okay, that's like other people then. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So like you know. Uh, the guy who did Tony Stark, although his Tony's like his Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark was good, but it wasn't Robert was Downey good. Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I gave this episode a four. Mm-hmm. Solid Me four. too. Yeah, yeah. This is a really good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, I ended up enjoying the next one even more. Uh, episode yep. four. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? Uh, so this one was interesting on a lot of levels because the show feels like it's starting to break open a little bit here mm-hmm. uh, as it pertains to the watcher uh, who is right. our, kind of our uh, narrator through all of this. But uh, so the what if the real what if in this situation is Dr. Christine Palmer attends this party with Dr. Stephen Strange mm-hmm. on the night of his uh, car crash. And she dies in the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, his hands are not damaged, but Christine dies. So he travels to Camartage and learns the mystic arts. Very much what happens here is exactly what happens Same. in mm-hmm. the first movie. The only difference is that Christine Palmer died and his motivation is not for some semblance of regaining his mobility in his hands. It's just trying to find his way in life after the love of his life died. Mm -hmm. Uh, He discovers the eye of Agamotto, which can manipulate time, but is warned by the ancient one and Wong that doing so could destroy reality. Two years later, strange repeatedly attempts to use the eye to save Christine, but she dies in every scenario. Eventually he is confronted by the ancient one who tells him that, Christine's death is what they call an absolute point in the timeline. It can't be undone. But Strange refuses to listen. And using the power of the Dark Dimension, the Ancient One splits Doctor Strange into two alternate versions, um, but both existing in the same timeline. Mm -hmm. One, Strange accepts Palmer's death, while the other discovers how to gain power by absorbing mystical beings, becoming strange supreme. This evil version overpowers the good strange and absorbs him as well, and ultimately uses this power to resurrect Christine, but it also tears the reality of their universe apart. Strange Mm -hmm. Supreme begs the Watcher for help as he has become aware of the Watcher's presence, And for the first time, the Watcher acknowledges the events that are unfolding before him, but refuses to intervene. Christine is horrified by what Stephen has done to himself and to everything else, and she disintegrates and collapses, leaving Strange Supreme to grieve alone in essentially a a small bubble, which is all that is left of the universe that once existed. Uh, Holy cow, Aurora. That's a lot. Uh, What were your thoughts on episode four? Well, I cried. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) there was a. This was a lot. 
<laughs> this was a lot, but it was mm-hmm. so beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was gorgeous, this episode. It, uh, the other episode that I thought was really gorgeous was the second episode, the way that it was mm-hmm. animated. Yes. But this one, when Strange is absorbing the mythical being's mm-hmm. power, yeah. and every time he would absorb one, he would like, turn a little bit into that creature. Yes. And that whole sequence was just beautiful. Uh, it's just it was it just looked amazing. Yeah, like by the end we kind of see like his true form, and he's like this yeah. hideous monstrosity that mm-hmm. um, he's like, oh shit, hold on, let me put on my Doctor Strange makeup. So uh, I look yep. quasi normal to this woman, and like this is a very um, this is not like a brand new type of story by any means. It's it's about um, love and grief. And mm-hmm. where those things can take you if you're not careful. In this case, he wanted he wanted to find what he had so bad he was willing to... He didn't care if he lost himself in the process. But, uh, yep. of course, when you bring that loved one back in these types of scenarios, they don't want the thing that you became in order to bring them back. They want... Right who you were, but you're not that anymore. And it's, you know, what have I done? I'm Mm -hmm. a monster. Um, In this case, it rarely though, uh, it's usually just to the detriment of the two people involved. But in this case, it was to the detriment of everything in existence in that universe. Uh, Literally ripped it to shreds. But it kind of has, you know, some parallels to WandaVision. Mm -hmm. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the motivations are the same, mm-hmm. and they both put a lot of people at risk just to yes. save that one person they love. Yes. So, they have a lot to talk about, Doctor Strange and Scarlet yes, Witch. Yes, they do. <laughs> they need to go to therapy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just need, we just need a, a scene of them walking out with their arms around each other just going, same. same. Uh, <laughs> like, they understand. Yes. Uh, they know what it's like. Uh, but that's a, really good, that's a really good line to draw between them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, <sighs> I I cried during the sequence where he kept going over and over and over the um, the the death, mm-hmm. um, her death. Yeah, because he tried every single way to prevent it. Like mm-hmm. at one point, he did, doesn't even pick her up. Yeah, he just um, he never even meets her. Yeah, and he tried like any anything that you could think of. He tried it, and she just kept dying. Yeah, and I, I thought it was so sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was terrible. No, it was horribly sad. I, I and as like I'm, bi- I, like I'm crazy interested in the idea of time travel. It's not something I don't think I would actually do if given the opportunity. I mean, maybe I guess if there's some rules to that sort of thing. Uh, that I'd have mm-hmm. to follow, but as a, like a general concept within the grasps of science fiction, I always really like that. So the instant he tried to save her and then she died anyway, I'm like, oh, this must be one of those like fixed point. And, you know, cause like I've watched Star Trek, I've watched Doctor Who, like I've seen, you know, the, I've seen the time travel stuff where you try to change something and no matter what you do, you can't undo it because, um, you know, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. this universe in this universe, when Christine decided to go with Doctor Strange, it created a fixed point in the timeline where she dies. And yep. although rarely are there ever ways in these stories to break it, 
without dire consequences. So and it's unusual to actually see those conse- those consequences actually come to pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you had the two Doctor Stranges facing off against one another, I did not expect the bad one to kick the good one's ass so kind of Me easily neither. and then just Me absorb neither. him. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was like, holy cow. Uh, this yep. is not going to end well for anybody. And it and it doesn't. There is some speculation that being isolated like this, um, that Strange Supreme eventually... Like it already seems like by the end he had already realized what he had done. He mm-hmm. he wasn't he never felt pure evil to me. Uh, just very very it's misguided. Just someone grieving. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, he did a lot of horrible things to get what he wanted, but he didn't feel like killing for the fun of killing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just driven in his purpose, and it feels like by the end he realized just how far he had taken things and was. Uh, remorseful and he's trapped in this bubble and apparently in some of the trailers for the show he makes appearances elsewhere uh so it's possible that some bigger threat occurs and the watcher again uh this has been mentioned a few times needs to gather a group of people from across the multiverse so i don't think we've seen strange supreme for the last time so Mm. Uh, I th- I kept thinking throughout this whole episode. I was like, this would be an amazing Marvel movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Can you imagine like a live action version of this movie? It would have been amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, and I, I do you remember that the capes fighting too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a cape battle. Yes, it was a cape battle that was amazing. That was fun. Um, and I also liked the uh, I I don't think we ever knew his name the guy that was at the library um but you know who i'm talking about um yeah they did i think they did mention his i think they I did mention remember. his name they did mention his name but i don't uh i watched uh i always watched those nerdist videos that they do like the the like at night they were always release them the night that the episodes um after the episodes air and they break down everything that's in them. And this this is a guy from the comics. Oh, I found uh, I found it. Obeng. Obeng, yes. Um, he says that he's the the strangest sorcerer he's ever seen, like dressed. And he's and yeah. Doctor Strange is like, this is Armani. Yeah. And he's and then after that, he just calls calls him Armani. He calls him Armani time. for the whole rest. Yes. <laughs> that was nice. Uh yeah. This I mean, it was it was dark, but. I, I love stories like this and the animation is so wonderful. Like the it was scenes. Beautiful. Cre- yeah, this is a great episode. Anyway, Roar, what, what did you give episode four? This is another five for me. This mm. was amazing. Yeah, I gave this one a five as well. I loved this episode. Uh yeah. I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. I love like you can take and they do take the stuff with him in so many different ways, but um, this really, really opened things up. And this would have been a lot of fun in live action, too, I think. And I just, there's something about Benedict Cumberbatch's voice mm-hmm. that is just, it's such a perfect fit for this character. It's just yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those weird things. And he's one of those people that looks like how the comic book character looks. Yes. It's yes. Such so a bizarre. perfect casting. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre, but good in, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, okay, so those are two great episodes, um, and 
I do know what the next episode is. So, and when I tell you, Aurora, maybe you're going to want to be like, let's come back next week instead of waiting two weeks. Oh my God, what is it? Uh, we'll find out. <laughs> but um, but first, we got to do those other things that we always do at the end of the podcast, which is, of mm-hmm. course, reminding people to head on over to cinemageekly.com to check out the archives of the show. Uh, of course, this is a listener-supported podcast. Thank you very much for supporting and continuing to support. Uh, thanks for sending in pictures of people. I've received a few pictures of people wearing the the Wanda shirt and the the Loki shirt and stuff. That's so that's all very cool. And thank you to everybody who's done that. A uh, couple of ways you can continue to help support. We have a Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/CinemaGeekly, and the merch store is GeeklyMerch.com. Links for both in the show notes for this episode. Of course, uh, this episode. This podcast can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hit subscribe. That way you can return next time to hear us talk about more What If on Disney+. Plus. Uh, if we're only watching one episode and coming back right away, Aurora, it's our tie-in to our Walking Dead uh, oh. podcast. Because episode five is indeed the Marvel Zombies episode oh hell yeah okay what if so we might be All back right. we might just be back next week uh <laughs> instead of the whole two episodes format maybe may, we may have shot that in the foot already because oh my we, god we could we could be doing zombie captain america next week i need to see zombie thor that's what i need to see. Yeah. yes um so maybe we'll just be back next week uh with another episode of podcasters of shield <laughs> <laughs>